Welcome to Rugged Rants, a tough and at times a bold conversation on the future of innovation and what we can expect as work changes. I'm your host, Barry Ross, and today's episode is on flexible electronics targeting wearable applications. According to Acumen Research, the global flexible electronics market is anticipated to grow at a constant compound annual growth rate of around 11% from 2019 to 2026, with a market value projected to be at $67 billion by 2026. Our guest today is Nick Degatano from the new business development team at Panasonic Industrial Devices Sales Company of America. He's going to help us figure out just what exactly is flexible electronics and how wearables and apparel are benefiting from this technology. Nick, welcome to the show. It's great to have you. Thank you very much. So I'm looking at, I guess, a mock-up of what a flexible electronic is, and i got to tell you, it's pretty cool. Uh, So what's the concept behind flexible electronics? How do you define it? Uh, Barry, that's a good question. Um, I think the term flexible electronic itself is somewhat uh, self-limiting. Flexibility implies bending, which is only one dimension of what this technology can actually deliver. Uh, Bendable, flexible electronics is certainly an important market segment, and we're moving beyond flexible into the world of comfortable, pliable, stretchable, and a host of other descriptors, usually not associated with electronic components or devices. In this sense, we're talking about a much wider form factors. Uh, For now, the term flexible electronics is good enough until a more accurate description comes along. Okay, I think that's helpful. For me, it's been hard to kind of figure out until I actually see it, because I think everyone has this use case in mind about what bendable technology is. So, so let me bring it back then to a consumer. Like, where do you see the concept of flexible electronics now, like here today? Okay, although uh, many of us, us consumers, uh, aren't aware of it, but flexible circuitry has been around for a long, long time, for oh, wow. decades, in wow. fact. Um, there have been products in, like medical devices, hearing aids, hard drive, uh, hard disk drives, and so on. Now we're starting to see flexible devices in things like uh, haptic gloves for professional gaming, uh, smart medical patches, uh, energy harvesting, inside paper or documents, um, in robotics, mm. uh, foldable smartphones, and so on. Right. I think that's what uh, most of us are probably familiar with it in terms of like mobile devices. And when you say, you said uh, haptonic gloves, is that like the touch and feel gloves that people actually use? In- exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So in other words, uh, even though you're not touching something, right. that something will give you that feedback electronically back to, to, the, to the human body. Okay. I think that's important then. So there's a lot of use cases, it seems like. And so I appreciate that. So. Like in your mind, where do you see some success stories in the industry? Um, as of recent, some major telecom companies have launched their first generation of mobile phones with uh, uh, foldable displays. Uh, this is a general understanding in the flexible electronic space that there's a lot of room for improvement and on these first generation devices. But I think we're not constrained to being flat and rigid in the future. Also, mobile is extending beyond handheld into Mm. devices worn on a person's body, like glasses, headwear, and even clothing. 
I think the sky's the limit, and we're going to see a lot of innovations in the next five years. I think that's important. So there are a lot of applications. So in the context of what flexible electronics means to apparel, uh, are we talking about then wearable technology in general? Uh, going back to the first question, and at the risk of being repetitive, I think <laughs> it would be helpful to clarify definitions uh, a little bit. Definitely. A wearable encompasses a broad range of electronic devices. It includes everything from Google Glasses to smartwatches to sensing patches to smart clothing to basically any electronic device that is in contact with the human body as it moves around. When we talk about textile integrated electronics, as some people call it, e-textiles, we're speaking about a much more specific class of technologies. Uh, that may be used for apparel applications. In the near term, there will be pliable versions of current electronic components being integrated into clothing. In the future, companies are investigating how to incorporate functional components like conductive fiber uh, directly into the fabric, to the fabric itself. It's interesting. Uh, you mentioned Google Glasses, and I remember when that first came out, that was more of a consumer product, and it seemed like that's made inroads now to the enterprise vertical. Uh, we should probably revisit that at some other time. I just thought uh, that was kind of the first example, I thought, of a wearable technology that got a lot of press. Um, so how do you, like along those lines, and so how do you look at, um, when you talk about flexible technology, uh, how do you think that benefits when you talk about analytics or big data or AI. And, and what I'm really looking for is, like, how do apparel companies benefit using flexible technology with these big words like AI, big data? Okay, some examples include, uh, for example, Microsoft with their uh, self-heating scarf, uh, Under Armour uh, with Tom Brady's athletic recovery sleepwear, uh, Nike with the self-lacing shoes, uh, Ralph Lauren with the self-heating jacket, and uh, another one will be Levi's and Google's uh, Jacquard, which is the smart jacket collaboration between, uh, between the two companies. And so, so it does seem like the technology is making inroads with some of these big apparel names. Yes. Okay. And, and so how would these apparel companies use flexible technology with you know, these concepts that are being bandied around now like AI, big data? What's the use case there? One of the great promises of flexible electronics is low cost and ubiquitous sensing. For many industries, these sensors will generate the vast amount of raw data required to drive the potential for big data analytics, including AI. Just think about the large-scale megatrends like smart cities, autonomous vehicles, distributed healthcare, and robotics. All of them depend on hundreds, thousands, or millions of unapproved of sensors. Flexible electronics are one of the most viable candidates for making these sensors. So bringing that back a bit, and as I look at, you know, let's just say I'm an IT manager or someone that's got responsibility in an organization to deploy flexible technology, what would I need to know about integrating flexible technology? Okay, I think we need to uh, be cautious on how to manage expectations and not to get too caught up in the hype or excitement of the technology. Sure because it is indeed an exciting technology. While there is massive opportunity and value proposition, there's also quite a bit of development, integration, and manufacturing infrastructure that has to be developed. These flexible electronics won't be just drop-in products or drop-in components. They will be mostly a co-development with key supply chain partners. Mm -hmm. 
I can see that. And I know, you know, the next question kind of speaks to, you know, if I was an IT manager, I know it just wouldn't be a simple, you know, simple path is easy, just like slapping one of these sensors on to a piece of piece of clothing. You know, so what would be the biggest hurdles then for a business to adopt flexi- flexible technology? Is it cost? Is it fickle fashion trends? Well, specifically related to apparel, uh, three of the biggest hurdles I've seen are A, basic industry competencies, B, durability, and C, aesthetics. Uh, When it comes to basic industry competencies, the apparel and electronic industries are worlds apart in terms of technology, design, materials, supply chains, manufacturing, and, and even distribution. Practically, there's not even a common vocabulary between the two industries that allows them to communicate effectively. However, having said that, these major players can bridge the gap and integrate the two industries to create products that the market wants. With uh, durability, uh, consumer demands for apparel use bring an entirely new dimension to the electronics industry. To my knowledge, there's very few electronic components that can do 50 washing and drying cycles. Okay. That's a really good point. Right. And, uh, and also to dunk a smart apparel in water that usually destroys the entire electronics. Also, people tend to bend, twist, jump, and bang into things, all of which are very hard, again, on electronics. Finally, for aesthetics, is, aesthetics is one dimension where flexible electronics will certainly shine. You probably have seen some very clunky wearable designs using rigid circuit boards and components into apparel products. Yes, they are first generation, but I can imagine this being accepted by consumers. In the long run, uh, they will certainly do not look comfortable. Okay? So on a larger scale, I think there are serious scalability challenges facing this industry. Current materials and processes aren't capable of meeting the demands for the apparel or most other industries. It's going to take some serious investment, cooperation to fulfill the potential for this technology. But I have confidence that we will get there. I think that's great. And it's good to have confidence, uh, especially being an employee at Panasonic. And so when you look five, six, seven years out, what does the future look like for the technology in apparel? Realizing the integration and manufacturing challenges that we have, I believe this will be a significant market in the next decade. Okay. And so out of everything we've talked about, let's say in the last 10 minutes, what would be some key takeaways from the listener uh, for today's program? Maybe uh, the key takeaway is that there are amazing things in the, in the works for the flexible electronics industry. Innovations are difficult to predict. Over the next few years, keep an eye out for new products across a wide range of application using Flexible. Well, I think we're almost at the end of our time, and uh, I do appreciate your time, Nick. I know it's not easy to get away. One last question. Uh, one thing that you love about your job. And I do love my job. Okay, it's just exciting. Here's, this is one good example where I reach out to the various engineering uh, groups within the Panasonic family, and I just constantly see new exciting things that they're, that they're working on. For me, that's that's... That's unbelievable. Yeah, and Nick, and I can tell, I can tell, I think you like your job, and it's been a pleasure having you on the program. So I do want to thank you again for your time, and uh, hopefully we'll have another chance to talk soon. And I think that's it. That's it for us. I'm Barry Ross, and that was another episode of Rugged Rants. 
Each a tough and bold conversation on the future of innovation and what we can expect as work changes. 